Welcome to the Hack Books Podcast, Episode 2. I'm your host, Shemite Bahal. Each episode, we dive a little deeper into a new book entitled Hack, how a Christian hackathon is shifting traditional engagement models and creating an ecosystem for life-transforming technology. Uh, in these episodes, we look not only at how creatives are currently leveraging tech for, uh, for the gospel, but why it's necessary for the church to kind of notice uh, what's happening and to see where we as a church can, can join in. Um, in episode one, uh, we talked a little bit about um, a number of the themes that run through the book. And one of those themes is this intersection of faith and technology. Um, issues of faith, matters of faith and technology. And that's been one that has always fascinated me, particularly over the last few years, if we've seen some of the technology um, that's come about. And so I want to devote um, the next couple of podcasts to looking at some of the ways that we can use technology to deal with some of the trends that we're seeing in the church right now, um, whether that be the frequency of attendance. Um, we know that people just certainly not um, coming to church as often as they used to. Um, a sense of disconnectedness, it seems to be in many churches, um, that even though there is this wonderful tool of technology um, that's present that we have access to, many people uh, are reporting that they feel even more lonely now than they ever have before. Issues such as generosity, you know, I think any pastor listening to this right now can attest to um, the challenge of giving and the challenge of tithing and how we might be able to approach that. Um, the issue of gospel advancement, we talked a, little, talked a little bit about that in the previous episode, whether uh, within the U.S. or abroad. In the U.S., we have um, pockets of our country that are you know, becoming and maybe have always been a little hostile to the gospel, and that's certainly the case um, throughout the rest of the world. So how do we deal with that? How do we... Um, leverage technology, how do we use technology um, to deal with those types of issues. Um, and spiritual growth and formation, um, we think about how we grow, how our members grow, how our friends, our fellow Christians uh, grow in their faith walk, whether that's through scripture reading or scripture memory, uh, prayer and such. Um, I believe that technology um, prevent provides uh, actually um, amazing ways for us to be able to tackle these. I want to share with you uh, kind of six stats that are thoughts of interest that I pulled from a recent Pew Research study. Number one says the share of Americans who say they attend religious services at least once a week has ticked down by three percentage points since 2007, as has the sh as has the share of those who say they pray every day. Number two, overall, 36 percent of Americans now say they attend religious services at least once a week down 39 percent, a down from 39 percent in 2007. This decline is accompanied by a rise in the share of U.S. adults who say they seldom or never attend religious services. Number three, a quarter of American adults, 24 percent, nearly a quarter of American, say they participate in prayer groups, scripture study groups, or other types of religious education at least once a week. Number four, the share of U.S. adults who seldom or never pray has increased from 18 percent to 23 percent since 2007. Number five, as was the case in 2007, the 2014 Religious Landscape Study found that 
35% of U.S. adults say they read scripture at least once a week. And the last one, number six, a majority of U.S. adults, this is 55%, including, including roughly six in 10 Christians, think about the meaning and purpose of life at least once a week. So there's a lot there, right? And it kind of gives us a glimpse into a couple of areas of of the Christian walk. Um, the first area is prayer, right? We see um, some declines in the number of people who um, prayer is a part of their daily life. The second area is scripture engagement. Um, we see people, we see, we see really kind of an opportunity here, right? We have an opportunity um, to help people see the value of scripture and offer new ways for them to engage with it. And then the third area is kind of the spiritual formation tag that I've used a lot in the book. And it's really kind of uh, falls in line with that, that last uh, stat that I read about, you know, people looking for meaning and purpose in life. And this is um, roughly 60% of Christians and then 55% of everyone else looking for meaning, looking for purpose. And we know that as Christians, um, the Word of God is where we find a lot of that. So, what do we do with that? Well, how do we, how do we again, you know, kind of looking at this intersection of faith and technology? How do we begin to create technology or leverage existing technology to help us deal with some of these trends? Right, um, these trends are trending downward and really don't have anything that would indicate that they're going to go up. But there is some technology. There are apps that are currently either out there or being developed that I think really, really help um, us kind of move towards uh, uh, reversing those trends. Right. Um, and so I highlight some of these in my book, but but one of these is not. Um, the first app is um, called Ceaseless. Ceaseless is um, and it's actually live now. You can you can Google. It. I'll put it in the show notes. Ceaseless is a platform that encourages and enables you to pray for three friends each day. Uh, Ceaseless is an app that helps you exercise the experience um, and the joy of prayer by showing you um, three of your Facebook friends you can pray for every day. What I love about this app, when I when I first saw it, was first off the the ambition of the person who created it. Um, he wanted to within about a five year period. Uh, pray for everyone on Facebook. He said, if everybody pray for three of their friends, then we could pray for everybody on Facebook in about a five-year period, right? Um, and that's awesome. I, I hope I, I know that he's tracking it, and I, and I hope that 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 uh, we do find some way to get there. But the thing that I love about Ceaseless is it 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 finds a way to incorporate prayer into your daily walk, right? Everybody, most people. Uh, who are on social media, I think the current stats say check social media about eight times a day and spend roughly uh, an hour or so um, while they're checking. So to be able to, once you log in to, say, Facebook and automatically see three friends and an invitation to pray for them is really, really exciting. I think it helps um, It helps you kind of in a, in a really um, – way that you're not even really recognizing help you to develop a, a, a daily prayer life. And the other thing that um, is a part of this app is that you can then send a, send a note uh, to the person that you pray for, let them know, Hey, I prayed for you today. 
It's a really, really fascinating way, simple way to engage in prayer, um, an easy way to remember to pray every day. And it creates kind of a, a regular routine and habit of praying that ultimately becomes a, a discipline for you. And that's what's so exciting, I think, as we, as we think about how do we use technology? How do we take what's there? And certainly there are many, many prayer apps. Um, it's all it, prayer, prayer apps were almost um, happened almost every, at every hackathon. There was someone coming up with some prayer app. But something like CISOs is so fascinating because of all of the things that it does and the way that it encourages prayer. So I think we should be thinking about that um, as we try to figure out um, how might this work in our church? How might this work in our small group? How might this work in our community? Uh, the second app is really interesting. It's called Plus Bible. Now, this one is still being developed. It's not out there yet, but it is a social reader for the Bible. Social reading is something that's kind of new. I mean, the last, you know, probably three or four years or so where this is really kind of exploding. Social reading is, is essentially people being able to share what they read and have other people provide feedback on it. So uh, perhaps it's a single scripture or a passage of scripture uh, that you've read and you would jot down a couple of thoughts that you had in reading the scripture and you'd post that and other people would be able to go and um, talk about what the scripture meant to them and talk about your thoughts on what the scripture meant to you. And that's a really, really exciting way of engaging people around scripture without having to be in a physical building. Um, it's a way to engage people around scripture um, who may have very different schedules, um, who may be um, in different parts of the city, different parts of the world to be able to study together, talk about a scripture together in a social way um, that integrates with social with social media is a really cool and really interesting way um, to encourage people uh, to interact with scripture, right? We know people are spending time on social media. We know people are craving social experiences. We know people are spending a lot of time there. And so what better way um, than that arena to engage people around the topic of reading the Bible? And the last app is also one that is being developed, and it's called Journey. And Journey is a platform for spiritual seekers to grow deeper in their faith and beliefs um, by providing a platform that brings seekers and spiritual to get, uh, spiritual directors together in, in one place. And, and why I like this and the kind of the exciting thing about this is, you know, the seeker movement has been around for some time and you know, be, being a pastor and kind of talking with people who are new to the faith, they talk about often how, you know, they Google search things, they Google searched meaning of life, they Google searched who is God and, 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 and kind of this existence of what it means to be a human. Um, and often they would stumble upon and often they do stumble upon things that left them having more questions than answers. And so the exciting thing about something like journeys, you know, kind of having a platform of kind of vetted what, what they call spiritual directors, people who can um, meet seekers where they are in this online space and kind of walk with them can be really exciting um, because these people may be uh, hesitant to step foot in a church. Uh, and this could be a path to get them there. It's really, really fascinating. There are others that I, that I list in the book around this area of spiritual formation. So I would love to hear your thoughts um, about this as you think through um, those six stats. And I'll, 
I'll make sure to include a link for you on how you can go back and look at some of those. But you think about these stats, as you think about some of the ways that people are trying to deal with decreases that we're seeing in prayer, decreases that we're seeing in scripture engagement, decreases that we're seeing in frequency of attendance, and you're seeing how people are trying to reverse that. What are your thoughts on it? Um, what would you do? What would you, if you had uh, kind of say an unlimited amount of money or a limited, uh, limited amount of tech resources, what types of apps would you create? We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. As we get ready to conclude this particular episode, uh, friends, I'd like to ask you um, to recommend this podcast to maybe a pastor or a church leader. I think something will be said here that would certainly uh, encourage them um, and that would perhaps get their brain ticking on kind of how they could use technology. Um, I'm going to devote uh, the next episode, one of the upcoming episodes, talking about uh, ways to engage those in your church who may be tech minded, but not currently doing any particular work. How do we engage those who are sitting on the sidelines? As always, as I always say, technology is not the only solution, but it is certainly a powerful one. And again, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, join us on Twitter, the conversation at The Hackbook, hashtag The Hackbook. Love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. Love to hear your thoughts on what type of apps you would create. We'd even love to hear your thoughts on the apps that I put out there. Thank you so much for joining us. See you in the next episode.